welcome to Why So Political. I'm your host, Neha Yadavali, and a big craze that has recently erupted over social media is the, for lack of better words, release of Gen Alpha kids into society. I know it may sound fairly ridiculous and it may seem like I'm being very dramatic, but over the past couple months, there have been vast online discussions and posts on various social media platforms, nominally TikTok, surrounding the topic of Generation Alpha and some of their trends and common mannerisms that they partake in. And the truth is that while this may seem comical or lighthearted to a large extent, there's a few issues with how Generation Alpha is interacting with the rest of society. And of course, this is based on the perception of older individuals. But we all know the saying, the older the wiser, right? So what exactly is Generation Alpha? This demographic includes people who are born between 2010 to 2024. Typically, the parents of Gen Alpha kids are millennials and people from Gen X. Now, this is worthy to note because according to an article from Times Magazine, with over 22 million members, millennial parents have to a large extent redefined parenthood from what it was for many of the preceding generations. They're digitally fluent, now this is something to remember, ethnically diverse, and they challenge the traditional roles of the family unit. Shaped by economic hardships, they navigated a culture of perpetual connectivity, exposing themselves to both heightened criticism and affirmation, setting them apart from previous generations. This sounds like a good thing, right? And to a degree, it truly has been. In fact, let's look at how this parenting style has impacted Gen Z. Arguably, we are some of the most open-minded and socially aware people in history. And the culture we and millennials have fostered should only influence Gen Alpha to take on the same levels of empathy and kindness and social awareness. But while this is a theoretical, I will not rule out that there are in fact many Gen Alpha kids who are positively responding to the more inclusive and open-minded culture of the past 20 years. But this episode is not about that. If you are unaware, a trending topic on TikTok that has been circulating throughout the internet has been that of 10 year old girls shopping in sephora enacting incredibly entitled rude abrasive and the laundry list of negative terms can all be found in the depths of your for you page i'm sure and this is a specific scenario of course but there's also been vast online discussions about how generation alpha kids are acting in schools they're are teachers on TikTok who are attesting to the fact that these kids make it hard for them to teach because they're just so disrespectful and there has been a lot of online discourse painting these individuals in a negative light but what is the most concerning part of this epidemic of reports of the unruly behavior of Gen Alpha is how young these people are. Look, every generation has their share of ratty kids, especially in this country where entitlement among the youth runs rampant. I think we should all acknowledge that there are bad apples no matter the year they are born in. But this has been a little bit of a phenomenon that we do not typically see in any other generations to this extent. So, What is going on with Gen Alpha? 
and look, we definitely should not extrapolate this to all of Gen Alpha, but I will speak on my own personal experience when I talk about some of the things I've noticed in my own high school. I'm a junior, and as an upperclassman, I cannot help but notice how audacious some of the freshman class seem to be. I have personally never seen 14-year-olds approach and talk to teachers in the way that I have had in the past year, and I would never imagine doing so in that manner myself. So I guess the next logical thing would be to assess cultural shifts that have occurred over the past couple years. I would first look to American consumerism, but it seems like that has always been an issue. Then there's always social justice issues, but a greater awareness of the struggles of minorities and marginalized people would not result in the ill-mannered nature of so many alpha kids, right? Well, I would hope not. But the truth is that many people look for reasons why our generations of the future are turning out the way they are when the issue is right in front of us, and we are all fully aware of it, but we don't want to acknowledge it. The issue very clearly is social media. I mean, Gen Alpha grew up in the digital age, 2010 to 2024. What platforms were all the rage and still are today? Instagram, Musical.ly, which is now TikTok, Twitter, which is now X, YouTube, and the list goes on. These kids were raised on these platforms through their parents or siblings or themselves having accounts while being underaged a real issue that requires its own episode. And this is unlike anything that has happened in history. The global age has shaped these kids. It shapes me. It shapes anyone born in the 21st century and probably late 20th century. But it really seems like it has negatively impacted Generation Alpha. The evils of social media require an episode of its own because it really is such a complex issue and if you have been keeping up with the news as of late, you'll see that people are starting to wake up and realize the extent of an issue that it is and the objective truth that there needs to be more government intervention in social media. I know that in the United States at least we value personal freedoms and liberties and the ability to have limited government in our lives. And while I try to be objective, just look where this freedom has gotten us. A whole generation filled with too many entitled kids and too many kids who are being exposed to dangerous content and the artificially expedited process of kids growing up too fast. The Republican Party has historically labeled itself as the party of limited government. But recently, in Florida, something I found interesting was how Florida legislatures are contemplating the enactment of what could be the most stringent regulation on social media and children historically nationwide. The state's House of Representatives has recently endorsed House Bill 1 aiming to prohibit children under 16 from accessing most social media platforms, irrespective of parental consent. This bill targets platforms that track user activity, allow content uploads by children, or employ additive features. This passed the House with a vote of 106 to 13, and the bill now moves to the Senate for consideration. 
Notably, the proposed law, opposed by critics citing First Amendment issues and parental rights concerns, empowers the termination of social media accounts for kids under 16 and necessitates the reasonable age verification methods. This development aligns with ongoing national discussions on how to navigate the intersection of social media and children, exemplified by recent congressional hearings featuring CEOs from major social media companies addressing children's safety concerns online. Look, this brings on a whole debate on the duties of federal government and the rights of the individual and the responsibility of children and parental rights. And those are all important factors to consider. But I personally see this as a step in the right direction. The global age has so many benefits, but the price of allowing social media into the lives of children without much intervention at all is too large and too ruthless to not have any form of government intervention. But I would love to hear your thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got something of substance from it. Thank you so much for listening and come back next week for a new issue to discuss.